All right, y'all. Welcome back. This is We The People Podcast. Uh, your boy Diggs right here. RJ's back up in the house. We got to finish up some conversation here. Um, you can take you can take the mic down. All right. Well, I mean, we're just going to continue off the last episode. Um, there is one correction I need to make. Um, when I was discussing the Great Reset and I was talking about the guy that practically wrote the blueprint of the Great Reset. I said Charles Schwab, that's uh, a real... Uh, investing. An investing firm yeah. on Wall Street. So it's not Charles Schwab. The correct name is Klaus Schwab. Yeah, it's just a slip of the tongue, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was, a, it was an honest like, yeah. slip up, a Freudian slip, if you want to call it that. But um, I just wanted to correct that in case people decided they wanted to like look up who he right, was. Right, right. Yeah. They're like oh, Charles well. Schwab. Like that's a trading stock. Right. There's like, gonna be people <laughs> just like looking for shit like that. To be honest yeah. with you, eventually yeah. people are just gonna be looking for shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean. So I just wanted to correct that. You know, it's no big deal. But I just wanted to make sure everybody knew. But wow. um, you know, I do have some clips to share today. So. We're going to get on the topics, and we'll have the clips to play for you guys today um, in regards to, you know, why globalism is actually a legit thing and how these people that are um, pushing this agenda, what they think and um, why it's so important to know about it. You know what I mean? So um, I think you guys will enjoy them. Uh, one is this the a woman from the World Economic Forum. She's on stage discussing with the crowd what the elites essentially figured out a few years ago. And what she says is that the elites took a poll a few years ago, right? Mm-hmm. So... Apparently, all of the elites of the world are getting aligned, are getting along perfectly fine. At Davos, a few years ago, you know, the Edelman survey showed us that the good news is the elites across the world trust each other more and more. So we can come together and design and do beautiful things together. The bad news is that in every single country they were polling, the majority of people trusted that elite less. So we can lead, but... You know... But they, they normally didn't? I'm assuming there was some, maybe a power struggle there where people were trying to... Right, well, to, Z or whatever. What, what the fuck did... What, the elites? No, 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 no. Xi Jinping, whatever the fuck you say his name? Oh, Xi Jinping. Yeah, the, so he, the, he's part, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, you... If, but there was... You, I heard that there was something there, Yeah. If, right? But now... When you're talking about the elites, it's usually global leaders, right. you know, world leaders that... But, you know, China's always just the fucking, you know... Yeah, I mean, that's just because how they do things. Right. Like, nobody right. really likes to befriend them because right. China is about China. Like, when right. they're dealing with you, it's because they're benefiting right. somehow. Right, Granted, that's how, you know, most politics work. Somebody has to benefit somewhere. Well, 
Well, Peter, according to Peter Schweizer, he's saying that Zuckerberg was sucking his dick. <laughs> like, for real. Like, yeah. Uh, like, like I mean, when he met him, he said that he was like, he's got oh, like. Oh, you mean like courting him. So what you have to realize is with these tech companies, they don't want to be shut out of China because the right. market is dumb large. Well, right. Well, apparently um, Zuckerberg. um I'm not sure who who is uh, where he gets his information from uh, for the book Red Handed or whatever, but he was talking about a situation where I guess an insider gave him some info on Zuckerberg, or whatever, when he met uh, Z. What is it? Z? G. 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 So G. Yeah. When he met G. G. And Zhang he said that Pei. in Zuckerberg's office, there was a book um, of G's speeches and quotes and shit. Okay. And he said that. All the 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 workers in in Facebook get a copy of that book, so basically they're like practicing, like oh their their ideologies, yeah, what they believe. So, so they're like they're that. they're trying to. It's like they like admire the way that the Chinese government is. Yes, you know, it's propaganda. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, and realistically, you can't be surprised because you have to look how these companies are um, running their running their right. comp- like. The business, right? It's, it's like it's like their own little socialism group. Yeah, you know what I mean. And but it's just... literally a reflection of China. Yeah. you've never seen in American history this much censorship. Right, and they just just are just open about it now. Like mm. they don't even hide it anymore. Well, that's what and that's what I'm getting at though, because now it's like. Like now you understand, like oh, so, so they want to do what China's doing. They yes. literally want to do what the Communist Party is doing. Yes. Like they 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 want that. Before it's like oh we're about free speech, but like that could be harmful to people. But clearly they just they just want to they want to do exactly what's happening in China. You know yeah. they want to do they want to like literally control everything. Like like China, Fight Club just came out there, and they changed the ending. I swear <laughs> to God, it's, it's crazy. It sounds crazy, but this is for real. Fight Club just like came out in theaters over there. It's like it's like a like a new kind of release, even though they know it's an older American movie. But they they cut the ending and made it so they got caught by the police and the buildings didn't blow up because they don't want people to think that they could rebel and win. Mm. So the end of Fight Club, they cut that scene. That's wild, yeah. isn't it? And that's for real. We could look that up. It, it, yeah. the, it cuts off before everything blows up, and it says they got called by words come up on the screen. They got called by the police, and Tyler Durgan ended up in the insane asylum or whatever. Bro, that's isn't that crazy? I, I can't say I'm surprised. That movie's bro. like 20 years old. I know. Like that's. I mean, get maybe that's the craziest part. I, I, is the age I, I, of the well, movie. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why they, they they didn't have it because of that. But then they're like, all right, we'll release it, but we'll just cut the ending, exactly. so you guys don't the think you can win, like. right? Because yeah. they don't want people to think that they can rebel and win. You yeah, know, I mean, I mean, same thing with Australia. You saw it with that tennis yeah. player, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you see that was their reasoning? They, so when he showed up to Australia, With the unvaccinated, he, right? Yeah, yeah, the unvaccinated yeah. guy. He originally got you permission. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. So he he got permission, but then when he actually showed up, they re, uh, revoked it. So he oh was right, si- yeah, so yeah. He was sitting yeah, yeah. In his jail. dad was like, "Yo, we gotta." Yeah, you know, rebel against these motherfuckers. Like we can't let this happen. Well, so what happened is he finally got that revoke, um, like got it removed. So they were gonna let him play. And then they're like, nah. But what ended up happening was the anti-vax sentiment in the country started going up. 
right. and they blamed right. him. Right. So they threw him back in jail because right. they said they were scared yeah. that he was going to wow. start a revolution. See? By having that stance, and that's why they're the going vaccines. after Rogan the way that they yeah, are. Yeah, dude. And, that, and by that the way, push right now is crazy. Why? That push right now to cancel yeah. is crazy. Which, by the way, that pisses me off because like I like his response. Like he still kind of stood up, but he still apologized. We gotta stop apologizing. Yeah. He apologized. Like We're you, you, you do not have to apologize. Okay, first off, yeah. they wouldn't apologize to you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you don't you that? don't have misinformation. You had professionals on speaking about yeah. what the professionals at. Yeah, bro, they were world they are yes. world renowned doctors. Yeah. Like I hate that he apologized. I respect his response but he he was still trying to be in the middle too much. Like, no, fuck yeah. that, or else this is gonna keep on happening. Yeah. And for all the artists that are fucking like taking their stuff off Spotify, like fuck you. Like you're old hippies <laughs> who acted like you were against the government and now you're with the government. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. But, yep. and another thing about that, like all the, he, he's had so many guests on, even like Snoop Dogg and shit. Those people need to start speaking up and being like, if you take Rogan off, we're going off. And we're yeah. more relevant than these fucking people. All the guests he has on, like people got to start speaking up. He has all yeah. these podcasters and friends on his show. And not one of them have come out and said, y'all better not cancel Rogan. Like, Snoop Dogg should be like, yo, y'all ain't canceling Rogan. Like, he was on there talking for three hours with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. where y'all at? Like, yeah. that that bothers well, me. So, my thing is, there was a meme that I shared the other day that I, I found it the perfect um, way to put this. It was Neil Young, and yeah. it said, in the quote, Said, imagine being so woke that you cancel yourself. I posted that joke. Yeah, he okay. canceled himself. Yeah. So where I'm at with this, like, yo, man, you, let you these, out your mind? Let these people cancel themselves, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, you yeah. want to get canceled? Right. Bye. But see, the problem is there's more and more doing it now. I mean, they're all still irrelevant. Bye. They're all still irrelevant. Bye. They really are. All, they're See all irrelevant. You know, good luck trying to get those same amount right. of listens on another right. platform. Right. Like, yo, they, it, I just laugh because it's like you got... The White House even says something about it now. But, dude, that's the thing. The narrative, the, the narrative is falling apart so bad that they're doing things they're they wouldn't normally do. Yeah. They're going after a fucking comedian. Well, the problem is it's not Rogan. Well, I know. It's not Rogan. It's yeah. the information. Right. That right. was put out on right. a show from very, um, like I said, knowledgeable, well-renowned, world-renowned Peter, doctors. Uh, Peter McCullough is the, the most published, like, yeah. doctor Dude, it's, of all it's time. It's insane. Yeah, like, if people went and looked at these two doctors' uh, resume, they would be like, how can I question right. what they're saying well peter mccullough not only that they back up what they say with like right. evidence they're not yeah. just going and giving their opinion right peter mccullough he's on getter i'm on getter you on getter um it's that's... okay i like getter yeah i don't it's know like if i Twitter. started I'm, I'm waiting for true social to come out yeah so okay. I, i'm okay, pre okay. um pre-signed up for that right. so when okay. it drops it downloads but, but yeah so peter mccullough's on well he's on twitter too but he gets censored but he's on getter and he's posting like like, like Spotify never even asked me for data. They never even questioned what they're saying is misinformation with me. You know what I mean? Mm, he, he's yep. like, he's like, bring it on Spotify. He literally said that. He's like, yeah. he's like, 
you know, and he, t- he tagged them too. He's like, Spotify, you never even like reviewed anything that I you know, I brought to the table. He said, I brought my laptop with me. I had all my data and my notes with me. He's like, you know, you guys can sit me down anytime you want. You they, know what I mean? They don't care. They won't bro. do that. It's like Facebook. We have uh, a legal court document of Facebook admitting they're oh, yeah. fact checkers or yeah. nothing but opinion they're writers. Opinions. Right. And, pe- and, they, and, they're, and they're still, still fact checking things to yeah. this day. And people are like, oh, yeah, right. that's real. Well, I, I'm, you know, I stand corrected because people are now starting to see through all the bullcrap. So what the fact checkers are actually doing is having a reverse effect. All right, because yeah. people this is are true. like, it says it's false. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> yeah. they'll, they'll be like, wait, that doesn't make sense. So now it forces people to actually look into it, right? Right. Rather than just yeah. taking it, because right. now they know. It always takes you to some stupid ass oh opinion my, article from yo, some motherfucker. You know what I mean, dude? And I have to give the people controlling the media outlets credit. Their word jitsu is like a hundredth degree black belt. What do you mean? Like how they like pick shit apart? No, how they use words in a certain way. To make things look like something that they're not. Oh, yeah, yeah. You you know, they use certain terminologies or they'll just use part of a quote rather than an entire quote. The best one is is mostly false or partly false or something. Because then when they say that, it's normally just like literally like a fucking word misplaced or something. I swear to God, I've seen it happen It had nothing to do with the actual premise of the thing. Nothing to do with the whole point at all. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. So that's when people started coming, okay, right. something's not right, right here. Like, this fact-checking is not mm. making any... The... How can you say it? The words don't match the actions. Right. And people can see it now. So, right. And, you know, and that goes back to, you know, the last four years, what, you know, we've been going through. Yeah. Like, and, bro, like, the reason I'm harping on this globalist issue is because that's the root cause of all the yeah. problems that we're seeing in the world today. Mm-hmm. So if we can attack the root and prevent it from causing more harm, that'll stop all the other craziness that's happening. Right. Well, I've you know he- I've heard that. Um, and also I think I think what comes into play is like this whole like. Now, I've heard that civilizations, civilizations usually like crash when they have like this whole like identity crisis kind of thing, like what what we're doing with gender right now and stuff. Yep. You know, and so we're doing that too. Like, dog, Minnie Mouse. You seen what just happened to Minnie Mouse? Oh come on, man. She's not in a dress anymore. What do you mean? The bitch looked like she just got out the county. Uh. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, no more dress. No, 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 no little girl, no more dress. You gotta look like you shop at Walmart now. I mean, like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's weird. I don't Thug. know. just happened? Yeah, they just did that. No more dress. No more No more dress. She, she's... They're trying to mask Like 90 years women. old. 90 years has been in this goddamn po- polka dot dress. If, and now all of a sudden, oh no, we gotta put her in a pantsuit, cause, and she's probably like non-binary. You know what? You know what I mean? Like, If I had to put $100 right now, i say Mickey's wearing a dress now. Yo, for real. <laughs> like, never. Mickey, you ready to do this? <laughs> oh, no, not again. Oh. Yo, like, yo, like, like <laughs> yo. I'm just, yo. Everything's backwards, yeah, literally. Everything is backwards. Right now. 
like dog, like make yeah. another character that would be unpopular wear that but like yeah. Minnie has been around since like the 20s like 1928 yeah. i believe exactly was the year that she was you know born and yeah. like in, in 2022 we're changing the dress for something that you know looks you know like <laughs> she could be a boy or a girl oh god anyway well, all right so let's get back to the topic globalism globalization yeah. but it all kind of goes hand in hand in all reality oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah yeah well actually not glad that you had that because one of the clips that i wanted to play for the audience we can cut that in so they can see it discussing yeah that, yeah how there's um part of the bigger picture but there's a push to uh, get rid of the foundations and the culture that we were brought up in and what we believe in and they're trying to separate us from our kids by making it think our culture our beliefs are wrong so and that's why kids today are meshing well with the older generation because they're being um What's the word that was used? Um, groomed mm. to believe in a certain way that goes against the older culture or the older beliefs that the parents, the grandparents that were handed down from gen generation to generation. And you're seeing that clear as day. Mm -hmm. So I would like you guys to play that clip yeah. for everybody so they can... The guide, the, the Trump uh, no, the oh, oh, uh, Joe oh, Rogan. James Lindsay. Yeah, James oh, yeah, Lindsay yeah, yeah, on yeah, Joe yeah, Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he gives a very good right. yep. scientific and um, textbook definition of what I'm trying to explain mm. as far as it's a tactic that's been used in the past by dictators. Mm -hmm. He mentions in that clip Mao. From the Marxist perspective, having studied the history of Marxism to the 20th century, I'm telling you, this guy, George Lukács in Hungary, laid this plan out. Because you get these kids, like, you break down their innocence sexually, especially. Uh, what you can do is then you're gonna, they're going to go home, and they're going to tell their parents that they're some, like, lith-romantic, you know, demisexual, you know, tree-self-gender, tree some, you know, pronouns tree-tree-self or something. Some, and their parents are going to be like, what? You know? And they're going to be like, Mom, you just don't understand, you know? So that you separate the the younger generation from the older generations you get them to break away and think that they're old fogies that they're repressive you don't want me to be my true self etc the goal is actually to destabilize the kids identity so that they're groomable that's identity without an essence in queer theory and then they're groomable you groom them into the stuff and then they look at their parents culture they look at their parents themselves they look at their parents generation they look at the parents religion and they say that doesn't represent me we need something completely different so it's to set it's to just like in Mao's Cultural Revolution, and I mean that much more literally than, than you might suspect, it's to cut the tie between the continuity of culture up to that point, including the family, and to start a whole new culture afterwards. I mean, Pol Pot called it year zero. I guess Klaus Schwab calls it the Great Reset. Um, but the goal is to separate the new generation from the traditions and views of the old generation. For Mao, it was to destroy the so-called four olds, old culture, old habits, old customs, and old ways of thinking. You know, I don't know. who. Do you know who Mao is or no? Um... Who is he, the propagandist from China? No. So Mao was the dictator from China from a long time ago. Oh, okay. He, no, no, okay. He actually was like the first Hitler. Okay. He. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I did. Yeah, he committed actually more. Actually, I probably heard it from He killed episode, like a, be honest with you. A, a few million more people than Hitler did. Okay. But it was, the worst part, it was his own people. Like he was mass genocide of the Chinese people hmm. that he committed. And one of his tactics was to use that separate 
the new generation from the old generation. So this way he can groom them to where he wants them. So they're easily controlled. Because right. when you have a population who's educated and knows what's going on, naturally we want to be free beings. We don't yeah, want right. to be having a a government body breathing down our necks telling right. us what we can and cannot do. Well, especially here. And that's why yeah. we're the way we are. That's why yeah. we're fighting back so much because we know that we can. Yes. Whereas people in China, like... They're starting to see it because of social media, it, whoever breaks through there. But for the most yeah. part, most they're still like, well, the thing is, they don't you, know anything else. Well, that, if they do speak up, they disappear. Exactly. That's you know what I mean? China has their country play. on lock, bro. Yeah. Like, that's the issue. But the thing is, you also have to factor in, though, there are people in China that do get the outside world news. Yeah, I just I just listened to on Tim Pool's podcast. There's a uh, there's this. A Chinese woman who's running for a senator in some state I forget, but um, but yeah, she she lived in China her whole life. She she even said it too. She's like, I didn't know anything else. She's like, I didn't know like like this freedom. She's like, I love oh, it in America. I feel like I've seen her. Before. She's like very. She loves America. Man, she's she's like she's like yo. She's like over there like. Yeah. Like people just you just don't know. She's like, I didn't know anything else. You you told to stay in line, and she's like, I didn't start seeing things, so I got older. Yeah, everything over there is very like automaton. Mm. Like you have to do things a certain way. Like, yeah, dude, just to drive over there it is crazy because they have so many regulations. Right. Because their pollution's so bad from their manufacturing. Yeah, you know, so like you have to have special permits and licenses. Yeah. That and there's like a fucking like, billion people there. Yeah, and then not only that, their major cities are like New York, where you get a freaking broom, broom closet for like twelve hundred yeah. a month. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's why you see in all these like when you see things from China, like all these small hotels with like tubes mm-hmm. that they could slide into, mm-hmm. so they could fit more people in the tighter spaces. Because yeah. they just, just don't rest, have. This is a rest spot, right? Yeah, but. You know what the craziest part is, bro? They had ghost cities that are like massive, where they would fit millions of people and nobody lives there. And no that's what, so, um, we'll get, when we get to China talk, so I'm so let's finish with the globalists. Yeah. Um, so I wanted, so I was talking about how we have to attack the root, right? Mm-hmm. So the reason. I feel like I joined on Trump's team is because um, I started following him and I started listening to his speeches and what he was trying to accomplish mm-hmm. aligned with what I was trying to accomplish. Right. You know what I mean? Now, granted... Me and Trump on a personal level, like if me and him were trying to be friends, I don't know if it would work. I can't deal with egotistical people. Like I don't like that. Look at me. Look at me. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm I'm God's gift to Earth. Right. Like, I don't like that stuff. So yeah, I, on a I, personal note, yeah, I don't think I could ever be like a friend to Trump, but I appreciate the fact that he was willing to put his company, his family, all that on the line to fight what I want to fight for. Right. Hell and yeah. you know, 
that meant a lot to me because I would that was always my biggest concern is who's gonna step up, who has the one who has the influence, who has the money mm-hmm. and the connections. Yeah. To actually make a difference. Yeah, like, and we didn't have that like, bro, until he, Trump. He knows these people. Oh, like, yeah. He knows yes. these people. Yes. Like, what, what we heard him say in that video that'll be on this podcast. Yeah. Nobody said. Yeah, he, what, Nobody exactly, ever said that. That's how, you can, that's how you can tell Nobody he has a deep understanding. That. Yeah. Like he, and the thing is, he can't come out and say... Exactly oh, everything yeah, no. because they probably just whack him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So he knows how to put just enough out to paint you a picture mm-hmm. to know there's something there that we need to fix, mm-hmm. and you can see it. And that, the thing that clip was from four years ago, yeah. bro. So going back and looking at it now, it's even more relevant because you mm-hmm. can see the direction our country yeah. has gone since this. This group of people um, took back over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can see there's a clear, distinct direction. They're trying to take us to push us towards globalization. It's so obvious. that this, mm-hmm. Well, no, I keep obvious. using it. Well, the thing is, I keep using the wrong. So I, my problem is I tend to forget how much I know. And I you automatically yeah. assume a lot of that, people were like, but this will say a lot of. So I I tend to have the tendency to assume that the other person I'm speaking to has a small understanding of right. the topic I'm on. Right. So so there's sometimes where people are like, "Yo, that sounds good," or like, right. "That's crazy," but I have no idea what the yeah. Hell imagine talk- a, imagine a person just works all day, goes home, watches Channel Six, and then goes to bed. Yeah. They have no yeah. idea. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're like, yeah, okay, but Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um and, and that's honestly like people think like and I didn't vote for Trump in twenty sixteen. I'll keep it real. When Trump well, you voted for Hillary? Huh? You voted no, for No, I didn't vote. I so, oh, I didn't vote. Yeah, me either. I didn't vote. So at here's all. My I wasn't even registered. I never voted until 2020. Yeah, me too. And me, the me too. only reason that was because there was never a politician that I believed in enough that was worthy of my vote. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I, I guess I'm different than a lot of people. I take my citizenship, my constitution, my right to vote, like that's my, that's my special. Like I'm. Yeah. American with these rights and it makes me special from the rest of the world. Right. And it provides me the lifestyle that I want. Yeah. You know, and I want from my kids and my family. So I cherish these things because without these things, I can't have what I want, which is freedom, freedom of speech, love my neighbor, you know, just... Mm -hmm. Being a good person and being a good citizen and being productive to society. Because, you know, realistically, at the end of the day, everybody has to contribute to keep society afloat. Otherwise, we collapse. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, Mm -hmm. you have to do that. There is no sitting at home and printing infinite amount of money to keep things moving. Because if we just sit at home and keep collecting checks, who's making the products? Yeah. Well, so what is there going to be to buy? You're going to sit on a million dollars 
and you go to the grocery store and there's one apple, one right. roll of toilet paper. So you got all this money. What are you going to buy with it? Because nobody's working sucks. to produce products. That's why socialism sucks. It that <laughs> <The> fucking bread lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, that's it's important that we keep those things sacred and we maintain them for future generations. And I'm gonna instill these foundations in my children. Oh, yeah. They're gonna know how important that constitution is and their bill of rights and the right to vote and to understand the sacrifice, the blood, sweat, tears, literally to maintain the lifestyle that they've been given. Mm-hmm. You know, my kids are blessed, you know? Yeah. I gave yeah. them everything that I could never have as a kid, you know, and I wouldn't change a thing. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, when they get older, they need to understand why they had all those things. Right. Why they were able to go on all those trips. Why they were able to have nice birthday parties. You know, it's because this country was founded a certain way and our family came here from Puerto Rico and we built a life here. Mm-hmm. And this is right. where we are now. And, you know, you got to enjoy the fruits of you know your parents labor and now it's time for you yeah to maintain the legacy mm-hmm. of our family yep. and in the integrity you know that stuff's important oh yeah you know and i wish you know a lot more people would take it more seriously cuz i feel like a lot of people just don't care anymore and they just go through life like just like whatever mm-hmm. you know it is what like you said it in the last part it is what it is right, what am right. i going to do right you know, like, and you can't have that mentality because it just goes downhill if everybody thought like that. Yeah, you know? Would. So, would. you know. All right, we're going to take a break. All right, sounds good. All right. Yes, sir. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, 
and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political, special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented. And the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again. I thought you ain't got your headphones, man. Oh, my bad, my bad. Oh, I said we back. 
I'm like, I am wondering. I was like, something's missing. I'm yeah, sitting here yeah, like. Yeah. Matthew Hatterax over here. Yeah. Say hi, Hatter. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Everything is yeah. his here. Yeah. Well, that's my products, but, you know. <laughs> so. But, um, welcome back, everybody. Yeah. So, um, so we covered more of the geopolitic globalist agenda stuff so um there's a lot to talk about on that topic yeah. bro like we can go here for probably like god another three or four episodes just about the globalist oh, thing but you know um i feel like we should start covering some economic stuff because i feel like the audience should really know about that like it's I an important it. facet of knowing how to prepare yourself mm -hmm. against the elites and like, right. their agenda. So, you know, politics is another one of my uh, topics that I spend a lot of time looking into because that sector is crazy, bro. Like, I've done a lot of research, and I'm not even close to... What are you talking about? No, what, what, what part uh, I'm talking about the economy, like the economic Oh, the economy. Market. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. like... I've been doing hours and hours of research about the economy and like it's just so many facets of different angles of um, systems for money like it's just insane and um, but I guess the all it all comes back and revolves around you know, the central banks of the world because mm -hmm. without them there is no fiat system mm -hmm. you know what i mean and um everybody needs to be aware that you know this stuff is literally private entities controlling our money supply you know and if you control the money supply of a nation oh yeah you're you're practically own it yeah you know like there's no one to stop you. Now, granted, in America, we do have that. Right. But unless we start electing proper well, congressmen and women, right. you know, they're going to keep doing what they've been doing. Yeah. I'm hearing that uh, some people are afraid that um, uh, Zuckerberg is going to start some Facebook coin shit with the metaverse. Because if he has <laughs> the metaverse and money... He literally can control money because you can go shopping on the metaverse and you'll be using Facebook coin or Zuckerbucks or whatever the fuck you yeah. would call it. And uh, that's good. Did well, I hear he that actually, before? Is that a real thing? Is the Zuckerbucks a thing? That sounds good. Well, I think I heard somebody <laughs> say that. But so anyway, this, but yeah, but imagine yeah. that. Yeah. Like well, imagine that. The thing is, so he had a project that was called DM, D-I-E-M. That was the stable coin project that he was starting. So when I say stable coin, it's a crypto coin that's attached to like a uh, fiat currency. So one, so one DM would have been equal to one dollar. Okay. And it always equals and, a dollar. It never changes. And you're talking about this is something specific to Zuckerberg. Yeah. Well, that was the project that he oh, was trying okay, okay. to come out with. So what happened? Uh, the SEC shut him down immediately. Oh. So the issue with trying to come out with your own money yeah. is you're not competition for the U.S. dollar. And uh, the SEC and the Federal Reserve 
aren't gonna have competition. Right. And unfortunately for them, that's where Bitcoin comes into play because it's a decentralized form of money that they have no control over. And that was my very first attraction to Bitcoin. When I found out that governments can't um, manipulate its network, it instantly made me gravitate towards it because I know that the government creation of money, how they like how they're just so willing to print whenever um, governments having control of our money supply is always going to end in ruin. So when it came to Bitcoin, they didn't have that power. They still don't and they never will. You know, there's safety measures put in place to prevent those. That's what I was going to say. Like, they never will. Aren't they going to try? You know they're going to try. So here's the thing with Bitcoin. The only way that you can try to manipulate the network is if you own 51% of the global computing power going into the Bitcoin network, which means that you would have to outpace the rest of the world in computing power to try to get to 51%. But the task to get there is nearly impossible because as you're adding your computing power in, other people are adding in too. Right. So you have to add and then do extra to try to negate what the rest of the world is doing. Mm. And then if you manage to get the 51%, then you might be able to make a change on the blockchain. But at that point, you would just destroy the entire system. Therefore, you just hacked it for what? Right. Because Bitcoin now is, is ruined because its encryption was shown to have a flaw. So now it's going to be like worthless. So you just hacked it. Say you give yourself all this Bitcoin, but now Bitcoin's only like $5. Yeah. What was the point? Like you didn't get any benefit right. out of it. You know, so you just screwed everybody and yourself. So Bitcoin is just like floating in the air. It's not attached to any one thing. So Bitcoin, it didn't start like so Bitcoin starting is point code. Still? So Bitcoin is code. You have yeah. to understand that when you buy a Bitcoin, you're essentially getting a line of code that is put into a wallet that has an encryption. So it proves you're at a sitting in your wallet and you have the password or the combination to get in. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you have to understand how encryption technology works to really understand the technical aspects of Bitcoin. And... Marvel at his technology, honestly, because like when I first came on Bitcoin, I was like, "Yo, this shit's like alien technology, bro." Yeah, like, I, I've, I'm still for, not in it. I don't. I like I understand it. Like yeah. I'm in, I'm into stocks. Okay. The cryptocurrency always like made me nervous. I'm always, I'm still like cash is king kind of guy. Okay. Like I, yeah. I want, I want like cash in my house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Because they're yep. just numbers on the screen, and because. 
you can get hacked so easy. Whereas, like, if you want to take this money, you gotta like come in my house, and then I can like okay. stab you in the face it. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, like, um, well, so that like worries me to get into it. That's that's what I'm getting at. Because well, come... years ago, I heard Fifty Cent talking about it before it was a big thing. Yeah, and he made a million or something, a couple million off it because he he bought it and didn't. And forgot he had yeah, it. Yeah, he sold uh, a couple albums for some yeah. crypto. And that was back when it was like, yeah. I was like, Bitcoin, what the fuck is selling? Yeah, when stupid. it was like almost nothing. Right. Yeah. But now, but now, and, and but like now, isn't it down like 30,000 right now? Oh, see, that's crazy. From peak. From peak. From peak. Back in November, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's down about, but that's the thing. So you have to understand and play the markets right. Right. You know what I mean? You And my thing is, I follow crypto just as hard as I follow all my other stuff. Honestly, I follow crypto probably a little harder just because yeah. I have so much money invested into it. You know what I mean? Like, you can't invest the kind of money that I did and not take it seriously. Like, I have a huge investment in crypto, you know? So, for me to take that leap... I got to know what I'm doing and make sure I do it right, you know, because that's money that, you know, was earned. And um, how can I say this? When you when you put that much money, you just you feel obligation to do it right, because it's a very serious um, investment at that point. So. Crypto, to me, is going to allow humans to have sovereignty over their money. Mm. When, I, when I say that, meaning that you will be able to control your wealth. Now, there comes cons to that stuff. Yeah. You have to be more aware and conscious of security mm. and make sure you're doing things properly when you're transferring, you know, things like that. But I... To quell your fears over the security by being hacked, the chances of being hacked are like slim to none. If and it's getting even doing. slimmer, I guess, because it's yeah. literally becoming currency everywhere. Venezuela, yeah. I hear, yeah. like it's like it's going all over now. Yeah, I see yeah. Bitcoin signs at gas stations. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, buy like Bitcoin I'm like, here. what the fuck? Yeah. So Just I, word you know. of advice for everybody too: Do not buy at the gas station. <laughs> yeah, you like, are going to right, be paying dog. way over what the market price is actually at. You know, uh, like, yeah. So, like, say Bitcoin is sitting at like thirty eight thousand right now. If you go to the gas station, you probably be paying at the forty thousand dollar price rather than 30. why? Because that's how the people who put the Bitcoin ATMs make their money. Because that's buy, a lot of money. Well, that's if you're buying <laughs> like, a whole Bitcoin. You buy yeah. fractional. You can yeah. put five bucks in. How much? Well, um, you probably not gonna say what you, what you have in it. Right? Nah, I can't, <laughs> I can't disclose. You ain't got that cash at your house, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's all I can say. Yeah. Because that's the beauty you. of crypto. You have no idea where I have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got. I, I I've been thinking about getting into it. I don't you know. know. So, and even if you did manage to find my wallet, my crypto wallet, you still need to crack it, which is going to be never. Mm. I don't care who you give it to. You can call Bill Gates himself. You're still not going to get my crypto. I don't know, dog. <laughs> These motherfuckers. <laughs> These I'm just saying. Like in your brain. Because <laughs> like, just the know. way the encryption is done and the difficulty, it's... 
the technology is pretty impressive, man. Like I said, yeah. I recommend people going and researching because I don't want to get too much into the technicals on the show because then we'll get lost in a bunch of lingo and, you know, words, you know, from a technological standpoint that people aren't going to understand, you know, as far as encryption, the technology, how it works, how the blockchain actually functions, mm. things of that nature. But, um, bro, like Bitcoin, I highly recommend everyone expose themselves yeah. to it. Now, I'm not saying you had to go in heavy, you know? And that's the thing. Like, with, You don't have to buy a whole coin. That's not mm. how it works. Right, right. It, it goes down to a millionth of a coin, which is called a Satoshi. So Bitcoin is broken to denomination to a millionth. Okay. Okay, and that's one Satoshi, and that's probably like right so now. So why does it have a different name? Just to differentiate? Because it's a fractional form of Bitcoin. It's not an entire Bitcoin. Well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. It's just, it's yeah. just weird that well, you the, buy a fraction of a of a. Well, if you bought a fraction, if you bought a stock, because you can do that with some stocks, you know, and shit, that, but it wouldn't change the name. You know, that's just well, weird. no stock goes to a millionth right, of a right, fraction. Right. And the reason the Satoshi did that, so eventually, once Bitcoin developers get it to a point where it can be used for everyday transactions, like in a logical uh, way between energy use and transactional cost. Um, that's when you'll see Bitcoin flourish and um, things will start being priced in Bitcoin. So, you know, and Bitcoin at that point could be 500000 a yeah. million dollars a yeah, coin. Yeah, sure. They're saying so it's going to keep on going up. When you go to pay for groceries, for instance, mm -hmm. you want to be able to pay mm -hmm. in Bitcoin... Mm -hmm. You're not going to send them a whole Bitcoin and then right. have them give you yeah. the different, like, so, so you'll be able to. So they're just lining it up for. It allows you to transact the paper Bitcoin in small amounts. Huh? So it allows you to transact right. Bitcoin in small so amounts. So do you think the paper dollar is going to disappear? No. No? No. Never? So the well, the paper dollar, they're trying. Yeah, they're trying to turn it into a central bank digital currency. See, that's so we, fucking scary. No yo, more cash bro, at all. That's the thing. Dog, Everybody listening to this podcast or watching this video on Rumble, you when the CBDs, it's coming. Yeah, I can yeah. guarantee without mm. a shadow of a doubt, it's coming. When it comes up for legislation in Congress, everyone needs to call their House reps, their senators, and let them know if you allow CBDCs to take over the U.S. dollar, that we will vote them out of Congress and put somebody there who will abolish it. Mm -hmm. Because CBDCs become legal our sovereignty of our money is gone i'm talking they don't like or they think they suspect you're a terrorist they can shut your account down yeah without, anything bro. without anybody like, having control so say you have ten thousand dollars in there 
and they're like, we think you're a terrorist because you said that Joe Biden is a big meanie. Yeah. We're going to shut your account down. Mm. Who do you who do you go to and say, can I at least get my money out? They're going to laugh at you. Right. So what people need to understand is we are headed to a digital currency no matter what. Yeah, I know. That's, the that's only true. reason being... Because it's gonna become easy and cheap. Yeah, so, I mean, I think the final call is gonna be climate change. There's gonna be some, some climate change involved. Wait till we get but, into China, so, so bro. there's this, 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 but yeah. we're also killing trees. That's it. Fucking, that's it. That's it. Well, that's take the it thing. away. That's the thing. A lot of the really good cryptos. Yeah. And oh, and another thing I want to emphasize too is that. People call crypto cryptocurrency. In reality, there's only a handful of cryptos that are actually have the function of a currency. So essentially, what a lot of these cryptos are are assets. Yeah. And that's how they're categorized yeah, they're fucking, by the IRS right now. They're meme coins. You know, there's a lot of fucking well, meme that's, coins out that's there. That's the dude. functionality. I mean, there's of the so coin. many different fucking coins now. Yeah. Well, you got to remember. There's a Let's Go Brandon coin. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. NASCAR's like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, they were going to have it on a NASCAR car, the one yeah. guy. And it, they're Brandon. like, no. Brandon like, why himself. Not? Like, why not? Yo, t- hey, tell me wild, how that wasn't that's like wild. one of the best clips ever yeah bro. and oh, it yeah, came yeah. at the perfect time yeah because like this brain. country's morale was so in the gutter yeah like we needed oh, that we let's that go around. brandon we moment to songs. rally us yo <laughs> like and, and the fact that it serves a double purpose because it exposes what the media oh, really yeah. is they say, let's like, go brandon like yeah. bitch she says uh, <laughs> Like it served such a yo, know, like that was one of the greatest <laughs> moments. It didn't even sound in media like let's history, go, Brandon. Dude. Man, yeah, it didn't it even sound the, like it. Yeah. I heard the, I heard the, <laughs> yeah. I heard the everything. Fuck, yeah, yeah. Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I just like I love I love FG Bay, man. That, that shit is the best. Yeah. So, but um. But yeah, yeah dude, so like so they're everything so they're really or... they're really assets at the end of the day because a lot of the ones that I highly recommend to the people that um, you know because I have a group on Facebook <sighs> that people can join to mm. I put up articles and things like okay. that for uh, the current news and things mm. that are happening and you know upgrades to certain blockchains that are you know their fundamentals are getting better and better every day. Right. You know, and dude, there's so much money being dumped in the crypto right now to just develop. That's how you know for a fact crypto's not going anywhere. Right. The amount, the billions, we're talking with a B, bro, not millions. There's billions of investor money going into crypto just to help develop and improve the technologies on these blockchains bro that's how you we're like in the next internet age like at Mm. the cusp like we are lucky to be 
in the era that we're in to be at the infancy of these things because our kids are going to benefit so much from this. Like, so, um, when it comes to the crypto, though, there's going to be parallel economies because you're, like, asking me, like, is the U.S. dollar going to go anywhere? Yeah. The U.S. dollar can't go anywhere. Well, I mean, just, like, the like really, like, the paper dollar, though. Like, the, actual money. That like, depends on the... Ooh, you know? that depends on the people. <laughs> you know, it really depends on the people. Because yeah. we have to stand up for our financial sovereignty. And right now, cash is really the only way to guarantee that. Yeah. You know, because obviously the government and the IRS can't be everywhere, anywhere at, the, at any time they want. Mm. So it really comes down, like I said, if they try to push... You know, a U.S. dollar CBDC, you know, as a constitutionalist, somebody who believes in the foundation and the, you know, how our country was founded and what it was founded on, we absolutely have a duty as Americans to press our Congress to do the right thing, which is to reject the CBDC. You know, it's they're gonna they're gonna propaganda uh, propagandize it to make it look like this big shiny beautiful toy. Look how easy it is to transact. Mm -hmm. Look how easy it is to right. use. You know, oh, we would never block your account. Mm -hmm. You know, not realizing what they do is they won't do it at first, but over time. As the generations start mm -hmm. dying off is where they start plucking away. Mm -hmm. You know, back in the 50s and 60s, our government's like, we would never do that to you. Right. Here we are, 2020, what are they doing to us? Yeah. So little by you open the door, they come barging in. Mm -hmm. And whether it's slow or fast, more than likely slow, because you have to do the uh, boil frog approach. Otherwise, the frog jumps out if it realizes mm. what's happening. Right, right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's how they've been getting away with a lot of the shit they've been doing for, God, centuries now. You know what I mean? They do the, the f boil frog approach. And mm -hmm. that's why, you know, and uh, another thing, bro, yo, if you like to read books, I know you said yeah, you like to yeah, read like books. The Bitcoin Standard, bro. That book is phenomenal. Yeah. It open it finally completed the puzzle to uh, a lot of questions i had about how the economy works and what gives things value and how monetary systems have a cycle and what we're seeing today with the u.s dollar has happened at least six or seven times in history already with other currencies and how all those other currencies that came to prominence like mm -hmm. the US dollar has how they have fell is what we're seeing happen to the dollar right now like literally if you read that book and you really pay attention what he's trying to tell you because he does a really good job of explaining and breaking down, it's a lot of information. So depending on how well you absorb things, take it a little bit at a time. Yeah. You know, but how he puts it all together, I'll look into it. dude, bro, it's I, I, 
if you really want to understand why you're seeing what you're seeing today economically, yeah, it'll put it all together. I, I just, I just also like obviously regular stocks are volatile too, but like, yeah, well, you have to Bitcoin. Rem- I'm like, whoa, like, what so, the bro, fuck? You have to remember the stock market is a product. Yeah, they're owned by a hedge fund mm-hmm. or an investment company. Mm-hmm. Called BlackRock. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you probably heard yeah, of them. I just heard about that. If you haven't heard of, heard Rock, of Black BlackRock, go Google BlackRock and Vanguard, the two largest asset management companies in the world. BlackRock, BlackRock's portfolio, the amount of assets that they manage, ten trillion dollars. Mm. Think about that. Mm-hmm. How many? How many assets? Do you need to manage to get to a ten trillion dollar portfolio, bro? Yeah. They own they own Pepsi, Coke, um, a bunch of real estate. Like right now, what's propping up the house market and what's calling causing the prices to go up? BlackRock mm. is going around buying up properties at, at like ten to twenty percent over market value. Right. So that when the people when the people get the offer, they just sell immediately. They don't want to. They don't want to get in bidding wars with people. So BlackRock is buying tons of real estate right now. Hmm. So you have to really think They're about fucking Bitcoin, dog. Well, that's the thing. They're investing into crypto assets and blockchain technology. So they're they're understanding now. They're finally learning um, that. People are picking up that the fiat currency mm-hmm. is getting to the end of its life cycle, the U.S. dollar mm-hmm. at least, you know. And honestly, every other currency around the world revolves around the dollar. Right. So once the dollar goes, it's just a domino effect for the world. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's globalization again. This is where <laughs> it all it all goes back yeah. to that. Yeah. You know, but Bitcoin is the first form of sound money ever created in human history. Hmm. If I can give just a quick, simple explanation of it. That's hmm. why it's worth, you know, dollars right amount, now. Dude. And this is the low point. It's yeah. going to go back up. Yeah. You know, as more people start realizing what's going on and... Mm-hmm. How the monetary system of the world really, really works. That's out. the thing, bro. Like once you learn how the global monetary system itself works, the more you're like, give me Bitcoin, give mm. me Ethereum, give me these decentralized right. uh, blockchain tech coins that I can still move value around without the government telling me if I can or not. You know, and everybody's like, what if the internet goes down? You know, I'm like that too. Your bank accounts attached <laughs> to the internet. I know, I know. We're I all know. At, we're all SOL. And I was point. saying, like, even if I had cash, it wouldn't even matter if every, everybody's system was down. Yeah, yeah, it would yeah. matter. Yeah, so, so ah! it's like, yeah, fuck. You know? So, but we'll talk more about it in the next episode. We'll get <laughs> yeah. more into Bitcoin right. and other things. So, all right, that's it, y'all. Have a good night. Love you.